Unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard about Sylvester de Silva in the news. Now, he is speaking to no one but journalist Carrie Saxon in a podcast he wants to call The De Silva Linen's Ghost Book. Welcome to episode three of this brand new podcast. I'm Carrie Saxon and with me is Sylvester De Silva. Hey Sylvester. Hello Carrie, how are you today? I'm okay, how are you? Not too bad, can't complain as usual. And can I ask where in the world are you? Oh, still in the United Kingdom. It's been a dreary couple of weeks, hasn't it? It's been bleak, yes. What a bleak year. I really didn't think 2020 was going to be this bad. I really didn't. When I consulted the signs last year, I thought 2020, beginning of a new decade, I thought this is going to be fantastic. But look at the state of it. You say that, but part of your news is the fact around 2020. So were you wavering on your own predictions then? It's, it's so hard. It's The cosmic energies have been so muddled as of late. I'm sure you've probably picked up on this, Carrie. I mean, even the most cynical person will surely pick up on some really strange psychic goings on at the moment. Are you, are you sensing anything strange? Not anything psychically, no. No, no headaches, anything like that? Feeling weary, feeling tired, bizarre uh, dreams? Okay, I will give you that. Yeah, there's a lot of that going on. Well, ex- exactly. And there you have you have the nerve, Carrie, to say that all the things I talk about are nonsense and you yourself are experiencing it yourself. The next thing you're going to be experiencing visions, guarantee it. Yeah, I won't. But thank, thank you for pointing that out. And don't go blaming it on pre-existing medical conditions. This is purely paranormal. If you say so. Did you catch up on any of the reviews of last week? No, Carrie, I've made it um, a bit of a mantra of mine that I am not going to pay any attention to reviews, be it good or bad. I just leave people to their opinions and I'm going to carry on doing what I do. And if they take us off the air, then so be it. Well, they're not going to take us off the air, are they? No, they best not. I mean, what Uh, legal ground do they have? We're not talking about anything. um, we're not talking about. Well, we're not talking about anything, are we? We're I not suppose. talking about anything <laughs> at just, all. We have not tri- got to it yet. <laughs> it's just trite nonsense, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely right. And uh, can I ask? Will this be the week that you reveal? No, Cara, I've already said the signs are not in the correct order. The planets, the planets are all over the place. And well, and to be honest, ever since they, you know, they can't make their minds, can they, with Pluto? Is it a planet? Is it not a planet? And is this causing havoc with, with people like me who rely on the order of the planets to um, <laughs> to dictate what they do every day? Do I get up this morning or not? No, Pluto is not a planet anymore. Oh, I'm going to stay in bed then. So you must be really upset over the changing of the star signs then? Oh, that. I mean, I always knew that it was, um, there was an extra one, you know, and I've always gone by the traditional calendar. You know, I blame the um, the Mayans for this. Okay. And I And I regularly <laughs> do. And I regularly do, like whenever I'm in contact with one of them. Like this is this look at the, all the havoc that you've caused. In fact, I think 2020 is it a coincidence? Do you think that in 2020 NASA all of a sudden comes at the woodwork to say that there was an extra star sign, and it throws everything into chaos? People I, I, who were ge- who people who were Gemini and now a different star sign, and you know you get the idea. I generally think they were hiding it under the bad news. So Carrie, this week, I did plant the seed last time. 
that we were going to talk about curses and haunted artifacts. So what do you think about that? I have no opinion. I don't know enough about it. So you're going to educate me. Oh, well, hey, when have I not? In the last two episodes, when have I not? I've learned Um, so much. In one ear, out the other, I suppose, isn't it? So, okay, have you ever had a curse placed upon you that you know of? (laughs) No, I've never had a curse placed on me. Are you sure? Has anything bad ever happened and you thought, well, I upset somebody and that's the reason why that this is happening? No. I I mean, no? I've upset people. I Obviously, I'm human and maybe somebody thought they put a curse on me, but no, curses are not real. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, they are, Carrie, and um, I've got actual proof of this. I mean, I don't need, I mean, why do I, I just mentioned then about not reading reviews. I don't need to prove myself, do I? No. But let me tell you, let me tell you about a little story about a time when Katrina, Katrina Woods, my um, right. former friend and co-host of Ghost Doofers, came to me because she was having a little bit of a problem with her professional, inverted commas, rival that I've mentioned in episode one. And she wanted a curse to be placed on this um, on this person. So okay. she came to me knowing that I'm an expert, I'm a sage in all these kind of spooky goings on, and said, so Esther, is it, any, is it possible just to put a little curse, you know, just a little one on this on this person? I said, yeah, well, you know, we can give it a go because up until this point, I'd never really had cause to place curses on people. I've had plenty of curses placed on me because of all of the you mentioned mention of upsetting people. I mean, I don't know what I've done. I mean, I suppose the people who I've upset the most, I mean, doubtless you saw it on the news. Do you remember? You don't really see them much anymore. The Westboro Baptist people. Oh, of course, yes. Yeah, yes, and God, I remember, I distinctly remember when they were having one of their protests, I saw quite a few God hates to silver signs. And I, and yes, I, I do remember. I, I was so thrilled when I saw that. I thought <laughs> I have, that was when I thought I've made it in yeah. America. <laughs> God hates to silver. And I think there was, uh, there was a Bible verse which relates to false prophets and that kind of thing. So anyway, Katrina comes to me. Can we put a curse on this, on a professional rival? And the thing is with curses, you've got two options. Either you make it yourself you have to get all the, you know, the different components. You have to do the spells, the rituals. It's quite time-consuming, and it can go wrong. I can or, imagine. Or you can, commu- or you can commune with a spirit. I mean, demonic ones. Very, you know, they're they're all for the hard sell when it comes to curses. You know, they're kind of like you know when you have people knocking your door incessantly trying yeah. to get you to to buy some ridiculous nonsense. I mean, that is what they do. If you say so. Do you want a curse, mate? Do you want a curse? Like, no, I'm good today. Thank you. So so, so there's that option. So you you do it directly through a demonic spirit. It's the same with with wishes. Have you ever, have you heard of gins? No, please tell me more about that. A gin. A gin. It's like, um, they're quite quite popular in the the Middle East. With tonics? No, no, (laughs) Carrie. No, not gin. (laughs) I know you're familiar with that kind of gin. I'm very familiar with that gin. I'm talking about a gin, so D-J-I-N. Ah, uh, okay. They're all for granting wishes and that kind of thing. So curses and wishes are very similar, if you know what I mean. Uh, yes. So anyway, but the thing is, it doesn't. It comes with a price. Oh, yes, it comes with a price. And what's that um, price, Sylvester? Well, if you don't know. I don't this know. This is the no. trouble. <laughs> this is the trouble. No, I mean, like, literally, you, you won't <laughs> Does know. Does anyone know? You won't know. <laughs> I do. Well, I, I know that you don't know. Okay. Well, how do you sense. know that I don't know that you don't know? Well, because I know. Oh, fair enough. I think we're going to go around in circles here. I think Carrie. so. 
So it, basically, it comes with a cost. So in this instance, Katrina wanted a little curse planted on her rival. Mm-hmm. Basically, she wanted them to not do so well. It worked because we know what happened. But on the other hand, it backfired because, well, look what happened to Ghost Suthers. Look what happened to right. me. Look at what happened to Katrina. I know she's off doing the show again, albeit via YouTube. Yes. But um, that's what I mean. So you've got to be careful with these curses. I'm sure they're real and they have real life consequences. Thanks for that, Sylvester. I I can give you another example if you want, Carrie. This I is my favourite example of a curse. Go. Have you ever heard of Have you ever heard of William Billy Goat Cyanus? Have you heard of him? Strangely, no. Well, why not? Well, who is he? What is he? Well, let me tell you. you you've got a cup of tea. You're going to listen. I, oh, yeah, I've got I've got something stronger, but keep going. Is it one of those gins? <laughs> it might be. Yes. So basically, so William Billy Goat Cyanus, so in 1945, um, he was really, really big into his baseball. Okay. You, you're familiar with the, the Chicago Cubs? I am indeed, yes. Yes. So in 1945, William brought his pet goat called Murphy to the Wrigley Field to see the fourth game of the 1945 World Series between the Chicago Cubs and the Detroit Tigers. Why are you now, talking about this, please? Because... He brought his goat, Murphy. He didn't. This, how could anyone bring a goat to a game? Well, he did. It was 1945. <laughs> if you're going to... Hey, listen, Carrie, if you're going to critique this story, then save that for the last bit, because this actually happened. He brought his goat to watch the World Series, and the other members of the crowd had seriously taken issue with the presence of this goat, so they complained, and they had him ejected, and he placed a so. curse... He placed a curse on the Chicago Cubs, and that curse lasted until 2016. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing, Carrie. This is serious business. How did a curse last till 2016? Can you because explain? The Chicago, yeah, because the Chicago Cubs went on a severe losing streak until 2016, and it was the longest. Basically, they never won the World Series, and that was the longest losing streak of any team. Okay, and that was down to a curse with the man with a goat. I think the goat was probably the devil in disguise. Of course, yes, I could see that. Yeah, because, I mean, black goats are his preferred method of camouflage. I mean, it's silly because, like, everybody suspects it. You know, if you see a black goat, you're like, ah, that's the devil, that is. No, I don't think anyone suspects that. Well, I certainly do. Of course you do. So that's my favourite curse. That's your favourite curse. Well, we've got to the end of that. Let's move on. I know, we went... Dove straight into it this week, can we, Gary? <laughs> we have. I don't even know where to start. I know where we stopped. My credibility went, but thanks. How long ago was that? About three weeks ago when we started this podcast. Oh, really? I thought it was a little bit longer. Oh, Carrie, do you remember last episode? We had a little bit of a discussion about sponsorship. Yes, I do. Well, I've got a surprise for you. <gasps> We've got a sponsor. Hey, Richard, roll the clip. Do you get the feeling you've been possessed by a wayward spirit? Do you find yourself cursing at priests? Have green vomit? And does your head turn 360 degrees? Then look no further than Sylvester de Silva's Miracle Tonic Water. Sourced and bottled from the historic Cash's Well in Essex, this tonic is bubbling with minerals guaranteed to expel even the most stubborn of demonic entity. 
the water has the highest concentration of anti-demon particles than any other popular bottled water on sale today. This water is guaranteed research pending to leave you feeling refreshed and energized. Get yours today from all reasonably priced supermarkets and off licenses. What what was that? What do you think? I found a niche in the market, Carrie. No, we can't. No. Absolutely. Absolutely uh, absolutely not. No. I found a niche in the market. It's been ages since I've had any form of merchandise. And no. I thought I'll I'll crack the uh, water business. No. I can we just cut there? I need to speak to someone. Okay, I've spoken to someone and apparently I don't have a say, so should we just crack on? Hey, Carrie, listen, I think by putting in adverts like this, it's just going to attract more. It's going to attract legitimate companies, you know? If there are any legitimate companies out there, please do get in touch. Hey, Carrie, because, you know, this water business is only going to go as far as the uh, well will allow. This week, Sylvester wants to talk about haunted artifacts. Sylvester? That's correct. Yeah. So, Hello. <laughs> so what about them? Did I mention, Carrie, that this microphone I'm using is haunted? How is it haunted? How is it haunted? What do you how, mean? How is it haunted? I think what the most appropriate this? question would be is, why is it haunted? Sylvester, why is it yes. haunted? Why is it haunted? Why is it haunted? Well, it ju- it just is. It just is. And oh, so I say, oh, this um, laptop is haunted, or this microphone's haunted. Everything's haunted, is it? Is Can it? Can you just tell me why it's haunted? If, hey, Carrie, if it's haunted, you need to let me have a look. Carrie, listen, why is your laptop haunted? It's not haunted, is it? If it's oh uh, no, <laughs> I, I I jest. No, I jest. This my this microphone isn't haunted. My last one was, but this one isn't. Okay. So haunted artifacts. So basically you get the gist of it. You've seen all the films, haunted dolls, this, that, and the other, what have you. Yes. So basically a, a spirit, it doesn't have to be a negative one. They, they latch on to a particular object, usually with the intent of causing mischief. And some of them, as you've probably seen in films, do it for more sinister, demonic reasons. But some of them, as I say, they, they, are, they are positive. They do give luck. They bring luck to people. Can I ask, got, why, why would a spirit latch onto an object? Well, why not? Basically, it's their way of creating an anchor in the, in the physical world. That's why they do it. Okay, but why, for example, we, we all know about Annabelle, the haunted doll. Oh, who doesn't know about Annabelle? Exactly. So we all know about Annabelle, but why would Did a spirit latch onto a doll as opposed to, say, a mansion, a millionaire mansion with where they oh. could take Carrie, any room they this, want and i mean don't get me wrong some do you know you you have haunted houses sometimes it's a, a spirit who's quite who's got quite a bit of power behind them right. they will they are able to inhabit an entire house but for example if a doll is inhabited by a ghost why just put it in a glass case stop well stop the haunting. You, well could you, Carrie, this... could you explain that logic to me this is a bit of a scoop for you now. Oh, good. I've really been waiting for a scoop for the last three weeks. Please do. Because I actually have 
the Annabelle doll. You got the doll. I couldn't allow it to remain as a tourist exhibit. So when I went to visit the doll uh, about two years ago, I took it. You took the doll and no one noticed. I took it. I swapped it for a lookalike. And Annabelle is safe and sound here at the Silver Towers. In a glass box? In a cardboard box. In a cardboard box. In the attic. Listen, I'll put the microphone up to the ceiling so you can hear her. Annabelle, you up there? Okay. And do you know who else I've got? Who else? Are you are you familiar with Robert the Evil Doll? I am familiar with Robert the Evil Doll. He was also I mean, put in a box. It's a bit of a it's a bit of a giveaway, isn't it? When your name is Robert yeah. the Evil Doll, it does you know it creates an impression in someone's mind. You know, first impressions and all that. So so I've got so Annabelle and Robert. I've got. Could them. you could you explain the story of Robert for anyone that doesn't know? Because I know Robert is a bit less well known than Annabelle. Carrie, I haven't got a clue about Robert the Doll's story. You've just got the doll. Hey, he's called Robert the Evil Doll. What more do you need to know? Ah, uh, fair point. And what else would we find in your collection of artefacts? Well, so Annabelle and Robert the Doll, I've got them together in a box because the thing is, Carrie, sometimes if you put a lot of credence on a haunted object, so if you put them in a, a glass cabinet with signs saying positively, do not open all that, Yes. It gives it gives the object power then, doesn't it? it so does. if you just chuck it in a dusty old cardboard box up in the attic, I mean it shows that you place no value on it. So I've got Annabelle and Robert up in the attic and they hate each other. They absolutely do. And in fact it's a bit of a reward for them when I say, Right, okay, come on then, one of you can spend some time down here while I read some of my memoirs. Okay. That's fair enough. And have you got anything else in your in your collection? As I've mentioned, Carrie, I've got a couple of haunted hats again. Some have got positive energy. Some of them have got negative ones. I keep the negative ones, obviously, because I don't want them. I don't want some poor person kind of coming into contact with them because I have done that in the past. Some of the objects I've taken, I've kind of forgotten that they're haunted and I've taken them to a charity shop. And then all of a sudden I see something on the news that somebody is before and some terrible fate. And I think, oh, and I'm looking at a picture of them and sure enough, they're wearing one of the hats that I gave to the charity shop. That was just a pure coincidence. Uh, hey, Carrie, no, I mean, it's happened about five or six times. I mean, at what point do you decide, oh, this is beyond a coincidence now? Um, Three or four? I think I'm at the threshold now, aren't I? This week, Sylvester would like to talk about some ghostly news. So, Sylvester, take it away. Yes, Carrie. So doubtless you've seen about this. I mean, I'm amazed it didn't make the headlines. A few days ago, at the time of at the time of us recording this, a few days ago, there was a ghostly sighting on a building site in Birmingham in the United right. Kingdom. So okay. uh, secu- security staff were reported to have been left petrified after seeing a ghostly woman in white stalking the building site. It's always a woman in white, isn't it? Well, you know, it, yeah, it, I admit it normally is. So, so this woman I've seen, and you can you can look this up on the internet. So, it's a CCTV image of this building site, and plain as day, there is the ghostly apparition of a lady in white walking across the um, the area. And I've looked at it. Uh, I do actually recognise this spirit. Uh, she's harassed me in the past, 
And as I've kept telling her, you know, you're barking up the wrong tree, I'm afraid, my sweet. And, and, and it's her. And I think that this is her way of trying to communicate with me. This is indirect contact. She's, um, you know, I mean, it's a bit like if you have a, an order, like a restraining order placed on someone, the conditions are normally not, not to contact someone directly or indirectly. And yeah. as far as I'm concerned, this is indirect contact. She's using the news to try and get to me. And I can see on the picture, she's carrying her, her bridal bouquet trying to give me a hint. Well, listen, Vanessa, it's not going to happen. Oh, bless her. Cruelly rebuked on a podcast. Poor Vanessa. Yeah. I mean, she deserves it. I've had enough. I mean, if she existed, I would actually feel sorry for her. Talk about being cruelly rebuked. How about that? I mean, you question her existence. We're back and it's time for the Q&A and we've been having a few questions in this week, Sylvester. You'll be pleased to hear. Good, uh, well, as long as there's still an interest, you know. Um... I don't. I wouldn't say they were exciting questions, but they're questions nonetheless. And we thank you, everyone, who sent in questions in the last few weeks. So, question one is someone called Jim Pertwee, and he simply asks, "Are you Welsh?" Is that directed at you or to me? It's directed at you, Sylvester. At me. Well, my family history is a little muddled. It's a bit all over the place. You see, with a, a Portuguese father, a Swedish mother living in Wales for a certain amount of time, albeit on the um, on the border, so never have to worry about silly names. So, um, no, in answer to the question, in a roundabout way, no, I'm not. I will confirm that, yes, I am. Question two, and this is from someone called John Arnold. You investigated a haunting at Barnard Castle. Did you see anything? Yes. Is there another part to this question, Carrie? Because I think that this is a... This is a bit of a setup. Did I see anything? In what in what way? Yes, I don't I know. Saw, that's a question. I lots. <laughs> yes, I did see things at the castle. Could he be a little bit more specific? Does he I, mean anything supernatural? Is that what he means? I think he's yeah, but I well, he well, might. Yeah, I don't know, Carrie. He might be saying, "Did I see aliens?" And, no, he, he did say, "Did you see anything?" So yeah, I suppose it could be anything. It could be aliens. It could be ghosts could be demons it could be government advisors i don't know what you're um, saying i saw uh yes so i saw plenty of ghosts i saw mothman mothman was in barnard castle yeah he's, he's not just restricted to um virginia and and the surrounding states in america he goes all over the place does he yeah, he, I mean, he must have frequent flyer rewards or something, does he? Or... I, he Carrie, it's like you read my mind. That's exactly what I was going to say. Brilliant. Okay. I mean, in fact, I'm often check. I'm, I'm often looking out the window because sometimes he's just perched on one of the um, one of the other houses. Is he there today? Or no, he's not there today. I just had a quick look. Nice. Okay then. Um, thank you for that question, John. And the last question is from Rob Carr. It was reported you had a stalker in the US. What is the truth surrounding this? It's true. Yes, Carrie, I did have an obsessive admirer, although okay. I do have I do have quite a lot, actually. I know, would imagine, this... yeah, the I Love it's... Sylvester de Silva fan club is in their thousands. Yeah, but the thing is, you know, it's just like any kind of relationship. you just got to let them down gently, haven't you? That's fair enough. I understood it. I don't think these alluded to this, this Rob Carr, but I understood that this wasn't actually a person, but more of an entity. Uh, Yes, exactly. It's easy for me to lose track, whether it's actually a 
a person who is alive or somebody who's in spirit. The ones who are in spirit, um, it's a little bit harder to try and get away from them, obviously, owing to the fact that they can pass through walls and they can just manifest themselves wherever. Okay. Real people, you can just block their numbers, block their social media, get on a plane and get out of the country and it's just job done. Yeah, I understand. Well, thank you for answering those questions for us this week, Sylvester. If you've got any questions for Sylvester for future episodes, please do email us via the website, which is ghostbookpodcast.com. Okay, well, it's been actually lovely chatting to you this week. You haven't railroaded me into some god-awful conversation about conspiracy 5G, theory. or JFK, fa- No, we're not talking... Uh, yeah. We're never code, talking about Freemasons, no, the Illuminati. Not, no, we're not talking about any of that anymore because we've covered it. it. We've covered it. It's been done. It's been it's once been we've talked about it, it means it's been done. The conversations are over. There's no more to be said about it. Am I yeah, right? That's correct. And obviously, not to mention the fact that we've been told by some sinister cloaked figures that we're not to talk about this kind of thing anymore. No. And that also goes with that cease and desist order we had from Brian Cox. Who? Yeah. The less said about him, the better. That's it for this week then. What will we be talking about next week, Sylvester? Or would you like to keep it a surprise? I think we'll we'll keep it as a surprise because I've obviously, I get the sense I've disappointed you with my choice of topics this week. I mean, your total lack of enthusiasm with my story about the goat in the uh, the, the stadium. I mean, I thought that was fascinating, but um, either Carrie, you dictate what we talk about next week or we'll just leave it as a complete surprise. Okay, I might email you in the week then. And I'm sorry I upset you by my lack of enthusiasm for a story about a man with a goat. And please do some more of those lovely ads for me. Well, Carrie, I need to shift this water. It's not going to sell itself, is it? Till next time. Bye, Sylvester. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, Carrie. Ghostbook Podcast was devised and performed by John Parry and Jackie J. Sarah. It is a deliciously bright production. If you enjoyed this, please give us a five-star review or donate via Buy Me A Coffee. All details, including full credits, can be found on the website ghostbookpodcast.com. <laughs>